I know just what you're saying So please stop explaining Don't tell me cause it hurts No, 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 don't speak What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chantaransu. I'm Ricky Shutz. My mic dropped. I'm Nikki Blades. Oh, damn. <laughs> Drop the mic before you even say yeah, that shit. Terrible. <laughs> All right, we'll fix that shit while I talk to you. You guys talk. Let me, I gotta tell, text something to Mario because she's angry right now. Okay, go, go, go. We got David Sog in a okay. fight with his lady uh, right now. It's lit. It's on my boob. Nikki Blaze titties, fucking uh, <laughs> the mic up. My bad, y'all. Anyway, Where does he need to go? Buoyancy plus mics don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> Lotioned up buoyancy does not work. If you saw the last episode, you see why there's lotion on them. Make sure to go watch it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Oh, is this the... No, not yet. Okay. Um, so apparently, you know, uh, if you watch the nighttime episode of the podcast two episodes ago, mm-hmm. um, I was drunker than I thought I was when, when we were recording. Um, I'm, trying, I'm, like, I'm like pacing myself this time, just like a little sipping here and there. Um, because apparently, according to my wife, mm-hmm. I'm annoying when I'm drunk. <gasps> Oh, don't say. <laughs> but, but, according to the comments, oh my god, I am hilarious when I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, because that's who you should trust. <laughs> yes. YouTube commenters. I don't need to trust anybody. I'm just going by the opinion right. of what I'm hearing. The council right. has spoken. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like a balance I gotta maintain here. Do I want? <laughs> do I please my wife and child or? <laughs> The YouTube comments. The child's not here yet. I got two weeks before that motherfucker comes sliding out and ruins everything. I really hope one day you get to play that clip for him. No, no, no. It's okay. Little, 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 little you're gonna be alright. Cupy, his name is Cupy. Unisex. Cupy. I'm trying to think of like this is the dumbest name. Cupy. That would be a cute puppy name. Isn't that a mayonnaise? It is a mayonnaise. Very delicious mayonnaise. Oh, well, welcome back. You handle your <laughs> argument with your lady over there? Oh, no. I was just supposed to do something I didn't do. You know, oh, man. Fuck you up. <laughs> man shit. You know what? Here's the I thing. I do all the things I'm supposed to do. Do you? I am not a man. I, no. I think, <laughs> bro, I, I forget a lot of shit. Um, I, I forget things occasionally, and it pisses me off. It pisses you if, off. If there's ever something I said I'm going to do, mm. and then I, like, wake up and see it, and I'm like, fuck, I was supposed to do that, I get so mad at myself. Oh, you're a good person. No, I just don't like to be wrong. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, 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 Blaze, yourself? B- before I before I say what I was gonna say, Blaze, do you do you are you good at remembering the things you're supposed to do? No. Okay. Not okay. at all. Okay. I have a shit memory, and I forget to do everything I'm supposed to do. All right, because gro- I'm, I'm definitely the dude in most of the relationships. I be forgetting all types of stuff. Okay. Because growing up, my mom would tell me to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And then if I forgot to do it. She would say, you don't care. And I would get mad because I'm like, mom, I care. I just forgot. Mm. But she would say, if you cared about it, you would make sure to remember, right? That's very true. And now that I'm, I've been in, I'm married, you know what I'm saying? Been in a relationship for like shit, nine years, 10 years, about probably going to be 10 years soon. Um, Damn, you realize you don't care about your wife? <laughs> no. yeah, that's crazy. That's wonderful, dude. That's I forget who I wake up to every day. No. <laughs> You know, me, me and she have functioned in completely different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Where she's very, writes down everything she needs to do, gets it done as soon as she can get it done. I'm mm-hmm. more of a, I don't need to do it right now. Yeah. I'll do it in a little bit. And sometimes it'll get done, sometimes it doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. But she's the same way where 
If it's not done, she'll just start doing it. I'm like, oh, I was going to do that, right? I hate that. That's why. That's I why. Make sure to yes. I fucking hate Because even when I was younger <laughs> and my parents would start washing the dishes, I'm like, Dad, if you look at my list here, at 4 p.m., <laughs> yeah. I said I was going to do the dishes. I hate it when it's things that don't need to be done right away. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you just stop it. Stop it, okay? It's going to get done. Just stop. Uh, yes. Right? Kiss me. <laughs> okay, but, okay, so check this out. To bring this, uh, to, to, to tell you guys, um, we, we got a birth, we got a doula for this whole pregnancy shit, right? And if you don't know what a doula is. I'm a <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what I would say, too. A doula is somebody who basically, um, they're not a part of, like, the necessary, like, hospital, but they're somebody who can help you along with the process. Some of them are more holistic than others. Mm-hmm. Mine is an actual, like, a registered nurse. She knows a lot of, like, uh, medical shit and she is like you know gives you like affirmations and just like uh, helps you deal with the whole process all right if you have questions if you don't want to be texting your fucking doctor all the time which people don't do you can text your doula all right okay so the doula also gave us a session with a therapist mm-hmm. and I've never spoken to a therapist before ever 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 never really felt like I needed to I still don't necess- necessarily feel like I need to although I do feel like you know talking to people talking right? yes. masculinity right there but go ahead <laughs> so anyways <laughs> that's so, what they say now right hey I don't fucking need somebody dissecting me bro <laughs> but anyways so we got into that issue of kind of how there will be things to do and I don't feel the need to do them and if I do do them it's like ugh, it's like I'm doing it for cheer right yeah. and the therapist said something that made me go oh shit and she was like Something along the lines of you will be more likely to, to get it done when you realize that, like, let's when you're doing the dishes, it's not to appease your wife. You're doing this for both of you, and because like you know, it's it. You guys are both living in this house. Sorry, I spit on you. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys, a little bit of rum. That's <laughs> why I'm like you work fast, and I can't even wipe it off. <laughs> The white foam is still on the shirt. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was it was building up on the side of my mouth. I was excited. Um, but she was like, "Yo, if you, if you realize that you're doing these things for the both of you, and you think of, you know, your life as as, as both of you now, then you're more likely to get this shit done." I was like, "Shit, yeah." Because yeah. my mental state before was, "God, she wants me this, she wants me that. I'm getting it done, so she like." can relax yeah. and I'll be like Ugh, put it off but now that I think about it like that I'm like oh shit okay yeah this is for us this is for the, the household yeah. you know yeah, I hate that trick <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that joke trick me into doing things that I don't feel like I need to do that's a test point thing right so I think like that's a, that's a behavior I didn't like because I think like in a lot of previous relationships there was this idea that when you when somebody would do something in the relationship they go remember when I did that for you it's mm-hmm. like well no you you're supposed to do that. Yeah. You know, I don't like this thing where you're t- keeping tabs on me like yeah. I'm your fucking child. You yeah. know, when we do things, it should be as a as a group. Fucking only child here. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, that's definitely true. But I still feel like some things the urgency isn't necessarily oh, needed. Facts. It's it's cool to do it like that, but when you're the person not doing it and you get upset that they didn't do it in a time frame that mm. you feel like is necessary that's what i'm like hey, the time stamp test pissed me off yeah. yeah so we i've been going through that with uh with mariel right now mariel's my fiance so she has this idea where she likes things done exactly when it should be done right mm-hmm. but like we said when it should be done. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing that happens is when they start cleaning things up, what I don't like, it's like, I told you it was going to get done, and I told you that it would be done by the end of the day. I just yeah. gave you a timestamp. Yeah. End of day. 
and they start cleaning up. It's like, you don't ever help me out. It's like, hold on a second. <laughs> the sun is still out, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the day is not yet upon us. Yeah. The trash is not full yet. Yeah. So when it's full, I will take it out. Yeah. If there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from reaching your goals, well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Now, there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, but this particular service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you would with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional online counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, like this one. Debbie is an amazing person to work with. I'm so incredibly blessed to have her. She has helped me to have so many breakthroughs and clarity in my life throughout our time. She listens carefully, makes you feel important, never judges you, especially if you have a good cry, and truly cares for your well-being and what you truly want in life. I always get very excited and look forward to seeing her every week. Thank you so much. You are out here making an impact on lives and helping create a healthy mentality for society. Love, VS. That sounds awesome to me. So visit betterhelp.com slash no chaser. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and No Chaser listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash No Chaser. Did you know that a third of Americans regularly suffer from nausea? Now, if you're one of the people who suffer, then I don't have to tell you about how it feels. But for everybody else, it is uncomfortable, man. You can't focus. You feel like you're going to puke all the time. It'll really ruin a good time. Uh, uh, amusement parks, boat rides, road trips, bro. Oh, my God. You got to now be the person that keeps asking, can you pull over? Can you pull over? And, and you can't shake the nauseous feeling, man. It's terrible. But that's why I'm so excited about our new partner, Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraine, hangover, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Now, this product is 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and provides all-natural relief with zero side effects for as long as you need. The technology was originally developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea from patients, but now through Relief Band, it's available to the masses. Now, how it works is Relief Band stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you're sick. Relief Band is the only over-the-counter wearable device that has been used in the hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. 
There, there definitely was a time for me where, where the theme parks, the theme parks would get me going. Boy, I, it wasn't wasn't always a good time, and I have to pretend like it was. I definitely wish I would have had me a relief band there. But I got an offer for you guys. So this new year, ensure nausea is never the reason you miss out on life's important moments. Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for No Chaser listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code No Chaser, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no questions asked 30-day money back guarantee. So head over to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code No Chaser for 20% off. I think the worst is when you have those situations, but then you see it flipped and you're like, how was you mad at me? <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. I asked you to do something eight hours ago and you didn't do it. I don't care, but you got mad at me mm-hmm. for that. That's probably the worst shit. Or, or what's funny is, like, you know, I, I, like Chia will be doing shit, right? Mm-hmm. And and she, she's not a, why aren't you helping me out ass person? Mm-hmm. She'll do it. I'll be on my laptop. She knows I got shit to do on my laptop. So it, it's, no, it's no issue, right? But at the same time, <laughs> when she's on her laptop, and I'm doing shit over here. I'm like, damn, you're not even gonna ask me if I want to help. <laughs> <laughs> you're <a> jerk. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't make a fuss about it. But yeah. I'm like, hey, no, you I don't know what you do, dude. You fucking slide your cup super hard. Yeah. I guess I'm cleaning yeah. today. Or like, you're not even gonna say, oh, thank you for for doing the shit I'm supposed to do. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> you are the shit bag in the relationship. Here's the thing. I didn't realize that I had. Only child tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. Until I even, until I got married, to be honest. Because, yeah. you Peter know. Peter yelled at you so many times for that. <laughs> <laughs> Peter did? Yeah. No. For only child shit? Yeah. Like what? I, I don't want to talk about his business. All right, all right, all right. But I'll tell you later. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, and, you know, I guess because I have been living alone my whole life, right? Mm-hmm. So when we got married, we moved in together. It wasn't until then that I kind of realized, okay, I guess there are certain things where I... I'm not used to, mm-hmm. right? And where I realized, okay, I would like, even though I'm doing this for the both of us, <laughs> acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> because because for you, it's not normal shit. It's extra shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So when you're doing extra shit, sometimes you want that little nod. Like, my, hey, check it out. Because <laughs> my normal shit was... I, I took a shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I showered for you, woman. Yeah. I would have let myself be funky for two days. I let the I let the dishes pile up for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping this shit on tap. You can't, you can't give me some credit. <laughs> but you don't have like a lot of like bigger only child symptoms that I that I see in a lot of other people, which is like one of the biggest things that I notice is uh, letting shit go. Only childs have a problem of letting certain small things go. Because okay. when you're in a family with a lot of people, you can't address every fucking issue. Yeah. You just gotta be like, at ah, whatever and move on. Mm. But when you're by yourself and everything's in your locus of control, when it's out of place, they go, what's this? Yeah. It's like, was it worth it? Mm. Like, yeah. Now we're fighting, you know? Exactly. So all y'all got siblings, you got big ass family blades, yeah, you got mm-hmm. siblings and, mm. wait, okay, okay, so you got an older brother? I had an older brother and I live with like cousins and stuff, so yeah. we share everything. And everything. Two older yep. sisters, younger brothers. Yeah. And you, Blaze? Uh, two older sisters, and then a younger sister, younger brother. But when I moved from Hawaii, we lived in a house with like 13 people. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And that dynamic. hostel. Yes. <laughs> pretty much everybody, they were like, oh, you in trouble in Hawaii? Come over here. Come live in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. Yeah, the, but the dynamic's different. Uh, you, My communication problem, I really sucked at communicating with authority. Because all the adults, it was always do as you were told. Yeah. 
always do as you were told, mm -hmm. don't speak, don't talk back at all. But my younger sister, who's the middle child, she has no problem with that. She, like her attitude's completely different. But I feel like oldest children and then middle children and then the youngest, they all have similar personalities. Let me ask you guys this. Did you guys ever have that moment? Because people say everyone has this moment. <laughs> or you boss up on your parents, or you talk shit to your dad for the first time or something like that, where you boss up on them and kind of like change the dynamic a little bit of the relationship. Yes. Because remember our homie Kevin, right? Mm -hmm. We got this homie Kevin in high school. <laughs> our boy Kevin, and we'll get to you. Our boy Kevin in high school. It's a bad idea, people. He, he has this story where he told his mom, he was like, I'm a man, you can't tell me what to do. And she punched him in the chest, and he started crying. <laughs> So they, they say everyone has that, that moment in your life when that happens. David, you making faces. Well, like, <laughs> Korean families are very, very violent. Like, the, like anger and beating your kids is just like an everyday part of your life. Okay. So, like, there's two stories. I'll tell you uh, a buddy of mine, and I'll tell you my story. Okay. So when I was a kid, and I told this on my podcast before, there was this very, very famous commercial that used to uh, pop up on public television. Mm. It was a black and white commercial where there's this little white boy, and his dad comes in drunk, smoking and shit, whatever, and he goes, Ugh! freeze frame. The kid goes, no, dad. And he goes, 1-800, blah, 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 blah. You don't have to take it. Okay. And I saw that video, yeah. and I went, you're right. Oh, so, no. Some other shit that happened. No, no. And I still remember, it, I remember it like yesterday. So he comes in, I forgot what the fuck he was yelling at me for, but he's about to beat my ass. And I'm like, I stood up real fast and I was like, you can't hit me, that's child abuse. I don't have to take it. Oh. Dead silent, my dad looks at me, he goes, and he leaves. And oh. I was like, I won. <laughs> easy. He's afraid he's gonna go to jail. Mm -hmm. So he leaves, he comes back, he has a lead pipe swings it at me. What? And I fucking duck and he smash. You know that Target plastic bin where you have, you know, that, that drawer shit on wheels? Mm. Yeah. Smashes it in half from the mm. swing. He looks at me, he goes, that's a child abuse. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I cry myself to sleep. <laughs> he said, you want to talk about child abuse? I need child abuse. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Oh. My, my other buddy, he told me this story where he bossed up on his dad on, with the slightest like fucking uh, body language. Mm -hmm. His dad's screaming at him for some bullshit and he's standing there and he goes, he gets his hand and he goes, clenches it. He goes, what? Are you gonna punch me? He goes, nah. And he walks away. His dad socks him behind the head, wakes up the next day. Oh God. <laughs> Not knocks him the fuck out. There is no story in a Korean household where you bossed up to your parents and you didn't almost die. Fellas, now when it comes to the bedroom, we all want our partners to think we are rock stars, right? Okay, well good, I got the thing for you because no matter what stage of life or relationship you're in, the chewables from bluechew.com can take something that's already good and make it so much better. I'm talking about sex. Now you wanna be confident every time you have sex, right? Then get to bluechew.com. Bluechew.com has the first ever chewable that can take your performance in the bedroom to another level. And let me tell you from experience, that comes with a confidence boost. I mean, they have the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. You can take them any time of day, even on a full stomach, and it's cheaper than the other two. You can't lose. There's no awkward doctor visit. You don't have to waste time in line at a pharmacy. Blue Chew's online physician consult is free. And once you approve, your order ships straight to your house in discreet packaging. What more could you ask for? 
And since we love you guys here at the No Chaser Podcast, you know we got a deal for you. So visit BlueChew.com and get your first order for free. Free. All you got to do is use code TIM, T-I-M, and pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code TIM. That's all you got to do. Did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the age of 35? I knew that because I may or may not be one of the two. But look, man, I got good news. If you are one of the two, Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. They offer convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave the house. The cost is low. Treatments start at $10 per month and Keeps even offers generic versions. They have discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps actually has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Now, it's important to note that prevention is key. Treatments take four to six months to see results, so you got to act fast. But if you are ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash no chaser to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash no chaser to get your first month for free. I'm going to say it one more time if you ain't hear me. keeps.com slash no chaser. <laughs> Uh, Rick? That's funny. I, my stories aren't funny. Okay. <laughs> They're just sad. No. Yeah, it's, it's anger. Met with anger. Ah. But I was bigger, so. Oh, like, so what did you do? do? Yeah. Blaze? Never had a moment with my mom. Dad, I had to call him back one time, and my sister bossed up on my dad, and I didn't, because mm. I was terrified, because my dad used to beat my ass. Mm. Uh, dad will tell Allegedly. you that. No, not <laughs> allegedly. No, 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 not allegedly. My dad used to give me options. You want to open hand smack, you want to get the fist, or you want to get the knuckles, which, by the way, this shit hurts. This shit is, this shit this shit is great. Hurts. Your dad cares. He gave you options. He gave yeah, me options, you, and then nice. you had to evaluate you them. Uh, I went with uh, closed fist because less space, and open hand hurt more because it stings. Mm. It stings really, really yeah. bad. My dad used to tell people he used to beat my ass. So yeah, because you household. got all that ass too, so the sting. Is that, that definitely, <laughs> it definitely wasn't the case back then. And my dad wasn't spanking my ass. Too. People get spanked. No. <laughs> Hawaiian households, y'all know, or poly, poly households, you gotta deal with that. Everybody they gets. They throw the doodle paper at you. <laughs> I wish my dad would have threw paper at me. That would have been nicer. Beat you with sugar cane. Oh, <laughs> racist. No. <laughs> Actually, I've never heard that before. That's <laughs> But dad, uh, the only the only time, and it was as an adult, dad. Dad was doing something, and our rule in the house that he always gave is like, until you pay the bills, you're not a man. Like mm. you ain't shit unless you're paying the bills. So you can't say nothing. And the only time I ever really bossed up on my dad was when he wasn't picking up his phone one time and I started paying the phone bill. Oh. And I said, if you don't pick up this phone when I call you, we're, I'm gonna cut off your phone. He's like, what? I go, remember the rule, dad. Oh, if shit. I pay the bills, you answer the phone. Oh, and he goes, okay. <laughs> and that was the one time. Really? Oh, he well, agreed? Because I was paying the bills and that was yeah, the rule in the house. That's an honest man. That was man. my dad because he wanted me <laughs> to know <laughs> that if somebody's paying for your shit, whether you're in a relationship, you have a job, some or you, someone's paying your bills, you have to mm-hmm. know you are not the man. <laughs> he said, touche. Wow. You're, you're, you're not the man. You're not in charge. You're a man. 
You you have to answer to somebody. Yeah, so my lightweight roast man, Nikki the man. Oh. Hey. No, like, yeah, you got a dick. Go ahead. Yeah, Dad was like, if I if you live in this house and you ain't paying bills, you ain't got shit to say. If I tell you go clean the kitchen, you cl- go clean the kitchen. If I tell you to go do something, you don't own this house. Do as That's you're told. really mature of your dad, because my dad would shift the rules depending on how he felt. <laughs> I've never seen a parent do yeah, that. Yeah, dad, I think also with raising a daughter, it's different. And when you hit a certain point, like my dad's not gonna hit me. We can look each other in the eyes when I'm wearing heels, which is terrifying, <laughs> by the way. One day dad yelled at me and I saw him in his eyes and I was like, holy shit, you, this is the scariest thing I've you ever seen. You and dad look each other in the eyes when you're wearing heels? Mm-hmm. I didn't know Hawaiian hole was big like that. Yeah, dad, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Dad's right. like 6'2". My dad's Whoa, like 6'2". Oh yeah, Word. 6'1", 6'2". But that's the thing. Also, if you can look him in the eyes, you can fight. I just grew up around big ass Hawaiian <laughs> people fighting each other, and eye contact was never allowed. You don't look, don't look them directly in the eyes. Titties. <laughs> You're just, this is my dad. Okay. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. your dad. You know, what, you know what your dad should have? This is what my dad used to do. It's kind of sad, but really funny. My dad didn't want to go to jail for child abuse at a certain point. So he would <laughs> he would stick out his fist and tell me to punch my own face. <laughs> and I would do it softly. He goes, you know, that I'm not playing. I'm, so I'm just sitting there just. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm wow. serious. He would make me sock my own face that's, with his fist. That's traumatic. That's <laughs> terrible. I'm, I'm telling you, like, Korean houses were abused. And my dad was creative. He goes, no jail today. <laughs> you hit yourself. Wow. My aunt used to go and tell the kids to go pick out a spoon, like pick out a spoon Fucking or a spatula. Grandma out of the drawer mm. when everybody would fuck up. And I remember my cousin picked pick one spoon. All of us are, all of us are like scared because they're like, put your hands out. And they smack you in the hands because you were slap, like slamming the door. Out of the hand? Yeah. Lucky. Oh, not the well, knuckles. Not, no, 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 not on that occasion. But you open up the hands because there's like seven of us, right? So all the kids got in trouble for slamming the doors. My cousin, she didn't give a fuck about what was about to happen. So we all knew you act like it hurt no matter what. Like, mm. oh, okay, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, no. <laughs> My cousin was like, handed over the spoon. She got smacked and she did this. I was like, oh, oh fuck. All of us looked, we're like, they're gonna beat all of us now. You better cry. She was getting her shit smacked and she was like, Oh Lord. And they brought a gun. And then it was and then and then she got escorted out of the house and we don't know what happened, but she came back with a better attitude. Oh wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, my, my dad stopped whooping me when I was like five. <gasps> um, yeah. Lucky soul. Yeah. was only five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I remember specifically just running, crying. You know, my mom had the belt or my dad had the belt or whatever. And, um, and I just remember like running, hiding behind a door. And they had the belt up and I was like, ah! And my dad stopped. And he tells me, he was like, yeah, I saw the fear in your eyes. I couldn't do it anymore. But in terms of like, like actually bossing up, or trying to boss up, it was a couple occasions, because mind you, he wasn't whooping me anymore, right? So I thought I was like, I was the only child and shit, I was like, I thought I was like smart. So I, we would get into arguments, and I'd be like, <laughs> and I'd be like, I'd be saying some shit like, um, Dad, you're being really condescending to me right now, and like, shit like that, he's like, I don't even know what that means! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would say some shit, specifically, I'd be like, I don't appreciate the way you're, you're, you're having a really patronizing attitude. And he's like, I don't know what <laughs> these words, like, what are you saying? Coming at me like the Spanish Armada. <laughs> oh my God. And there was one day, right, specifically, I just felt, I think I was in like in junior high. I felt mad disrespected by my by dad. Whatever he said to me, I don't even know. But like, he just dropped me back off at the apartment in Paramount, right? And I remember like before I got out of the car, I was like, Dad, just want to let you know. Don't appreciate the way you spoke to me right now. I really feel like it was disrespectful, whatever the fuck I said. But I was like being real stern with it, right? Oh. And then later that day, I had to go to the mall to get something. And, and he took me. 
and I walked ahead of him <gasps> by like oh, 10 God. feet. And look, when I, I say, just... when I say my dad was hurt, bro, he was hurt by this shit. You're a fucking jerk. You're a fucking yeah. asshole. Yo, like, I... never would I ever think of doing that. Yo, when, and then when I look back and no, I see, jerk. and I seen that my dad was like sad, I was like, wow, I'm an asshole. You're an asshole. Oh. I feel so bad. I like your family that's, dynamic. That's what does that to me is... now. <laughs> <laughs> What? If she looks back, she goes. See. <laughs> Why are we talking? You have such a good like relationship with your parents. Like you could actually sense your parents' emotions and shit. That's pretty dope, man. Well, look, man. I, uh, I mean, look. On some, oh god, I, you know, I hate to do this, but like, it's a lot. It's, we just water signs in the house, man. Mom's oh, a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Really? Dad's a Cancer. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it was a lot of emotions in there. As aggressive and as people say, my dad has like a, a, a like a mean face. He's just a sensitive boy, mm. like we all are. <laughs> My mom's My, a Scorpio. Have your parents actually ever said, I'm sorry to you guys? Yes. <laughs> yes. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Some real shit. Recently, like, recently. That's my dope. My mom called me mm. and gave me a real ass apology <gasps> for something. I was like. Really? I was quiet for a minute. I was like, I appreciate this. <laughs> Thank you. I, that shit was weird. That yeah. shit was fucking weird. <laughs> I, I laugh because my dad, not quite, but my dad and I are really close. Like, emo, like talk about a lot of feelings. My dad called, we're super, super close. My mom and I weren't growing up. And I felt like my mom wasn't really there. And I had an attitude towards my, my mom and I, we got along and we're great business-wise, like taking care of the house, doing yeah. what I'm told. Very transactional well, you know, Yes, very much so. Um, but not until I was an adult, I would say like when I was 24, I finally just like talked to my mom about some stuff because I was really struggling mm -hmm. with life. Mm -hmm. And I was going, I feel like our relationship is fucked up mm. and this is why. And when we actually talked, my mom explained herself to me. I got a really good understanding of that period of my life and she told me she was sorry but I also understood why she did and acted the way she did. And mm -hmm. ever since then, I'm a mommy's girl. I love my mom. We're super, super close. She just calls me randomly to tell me she loves me. Like, that's so nice. Isn't yeah. that crazy where the way you grow up, right, um, with parents, like almost I feel like to the point where, I, like I appreciate if my parents apologize to me, which they have, but I almost feel bad when yeah. my parents apologize. Like I feel, I feel guilty that they felt bad. You know so what I'm saying? So you've had it that often. <laughs> I, I, I've had it. A couple, I've had it a couple times. Here's here's the thing. My mom was never somebody that would say the words "I'm sorry," right? Mm -hmm. But in the same way where she was always expressing her love through food, mm -hmm. she would yeah. apologize mm -hmm. through food. Like yeah. if if she did something where she realized, yo, she was an asshole today. I would come home and she would cook up my favorite shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it yeah. was no, I didn't need to be like, oh, this is you saying sorry. Right. Yeah. It was like, I understood it, she understood it, and yeah. we were cool, right? Yeah. Same thing with my dad where, well, when I was younger, <laughs> if he yelled at me and I would go like running into the room crying into the pillow and shit, like when I was like six, I would just hear cartoons really loud in the living room and I'm like, and I would just come out and then yeah. we would just sit and watch <laughs> cartoons and I knew that was him being like, my yeah. bad. But as I got older, after I had asserted my dominance. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> square up. <laughs> no, we definitely, you know, my dad, you know, like I said, he's, he's a sensitive dude, right, at the end of the day. And he definitely had his moments where he would be like, he would realize that he maybe was a little too hard, and he'd be like, I shouldn't have, like, wow. he'd be like, yo, I'm sorry. He, he, my dad has definitely said, I'm sorry. Yeah. Damn, you guys have some good relationships. We're not man. Korean. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. My mom once... Uh, <laughs> 
So I remember this one time I got my heart broken by a girl, right? Mm. And so my mom is from a. Family. What's her name? It's nice. I'm in a very small town. There. It's a very small town. Is it? It, it, it just it's fresh. Okay. It hurts, bro. But my mom, she grew up in a very small town. So the way my mom speaks Korean, it's very country bumpkin. Very. Okay. It, there's no formalities to it, right? Which is how I speak Korean. So it's very disrespectful. Okay. So like she, I remember I got my heart broken, and just like you, I was like crying into my pillow. I'm super young, mm. and so this was like that sitcom moment where your mom comes into your room <laughs> and just says like, "It's gonna be okay, son." Let me yeah. tell you what my mom did to me. So I'm crying into my fucking little twin size mattress, and then she comes over, she sits down, super soft. She goes, and I'm just gonna translate the word. She goes, "Only bitches cry alone." <laughs> and then she just gets up, closes the door, and I'm like, "Mom, don't tell dad." Right? She goes, <laughs> Don't tell dad. She goes, okay. And I just hear outside, your son's crying like a little bitch. <laughs> and then my dad just opens the door. You crying? Why are you crying? I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Only bitches cry alone. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she's speaking facts. That is not wrong. What she was saying was, oh my God. cry with me. Come to mommy. Come to mommy. Why did she close, close the why door? And then go tell your dad right after. By you the way, the that's way your you son. Reacted. Yeah, you little bitch ass boy. That's what she, go tell dad. What a she, pussy. She's like, hey, your son's crying. Yeah. That, that's yours. That's you not so mine. so many weird stories just like of my parents just being as hardcore emotionless Korean as possible. When we were redoing the house one, and this is just, I just remember this right now. <laughs> oh, bringing up past so, traumas we were, on this right? we were redoing the house. I can laugh at this stuff now, right? Because we just bury it. So, <laughs> so, yo, you. My dad, he's redoing the house and he leaves a bunch of bricks outside, right? It's pitch black because the electricity on this side of the house was not working. So he tells me to go take out the trash and the trash bin is past the bricks. Doesn't okay. tell me the bricks are there. Okay. So I fucking fall in pitch blackness, right? And mind you, I'm fat as fuck. I got these Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> I remember the noise that it made when my belly hit the floor. It was like that. <laughs> and then my fucking thick ass glass went, flew off. Oh, I couldn't no. find out where the fuck I was. What a nerd. And so I was bleeding and I come in. <laughs> I'm talking about both my elbows. You can see like the bone in them. Like oh, that's how oh, bad it was. Hard. I come in and then I ask, I'm like fucked up, bleeding. And I look at my dad. I was like, you didn't tell me there was bricks out there. This man looks dead in my eyes and says, open your eyes, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well. Doesn't even say like, are you okay? Or he goes, are you <laughs> because you went in there blaming people. <laughs> what the fuck? That wasn't has to do with me. Yeah, I was like, yo, you told me to go. You didn't tell me there was bricks you left outside in pitch blackness. Like, I got to tell you everything. <laughs> you know, it's like, do, do you think you'll struggle? Uh, do you have any kids? No. No. Do you think you'll struggle with discipline? Oh, and how you? How you'll do it? Because I know you're not going to be the same. But do you think that you'll have? flashback moments of how your dad was with you? I mean, there's a couple of things that I'm gonna make sure I'm not gonna do. Number one, hit my kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm gonna do my best, mm -hmm. right? When they're young, maybe like a little don't do that, whatever, here and there. <laughs> but definitely in terms of being strict, I'm gonna try not to be as strict, because I can already tell with how I am with our dog, how rule-oriented I am, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I gotta ease up on that a little bit, because I, I, I'm definitely like my father in that case. Yeah. Right? Mm. I, I do have a tendency to want to tell like the dog, the dog is doing dog shit. I should let the dog do dog shit, <laughs> right. you know? 
But in my mind, I'm trying to create order. Like my dog's over here sniffing people's feet. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. that's so cute. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, hold on a second. It's a dog. It's, it's a dog. It's like, not doing anything. Yeah. You know. Like how you have to understand that kids are going to do kid things, yeah. and then you have to remind yourself that, yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think I'm going to be a dope ass parent. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Apologizing. Because I'm, I'm a lot like my dad, and he was just calm as fuck. Mm. But he knew when to not be. Yeah. But he was, you know how they say dads have that look. Yes. Mm-hmm. He didn't have that. Okay. He did something that was so much more disrespectful. <laughs> he just but left. it was calm. <laughs> no, he, he, he would, like, let's say I'm getting mad about something, uh. I'm trying to talk about shit. Yeah. My dad definitely had that look, you know what I'm saying, where it's like, my dad never yelled, ever. I never remember him yelling, but it was definitely like, as soon as he made this face, it was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. And one time he gave the face to the whole squad <laughs> that day when um you weren't there, but it was, it was I had Peter, I had mm-hmm. Eric, I had everybody in the room. I told the story before. I never told you this story, <laughs> but we were um we're all kicking in my room. It was like either Christmas, Christmas or things. It was a holiday, right? And um, fucking Eric and Peter were roughhousing, a little horseplay on my bed, and my bed was right next to my big ass window on the second floor. And then someone Back somebody up into the, the, the blinds and it broke the window. And mind you, all my dad's old tie homies were downstairs in the backyard. So you just, you hear like drunk old tie dudes strumming the guitar, singing songs, and the window breaks, the glass wall, you just silence, right? And we're like, oh shit. My dad comes up, opens the door, looks at everybody. And I was like, they, they were fighting. <laughs> <laughs> They were wrestling, and my, my dad looked at everybody, closed the door, and left. Didn't say shit, and was like, "Oh no, oh my god." Oh, man. And, and but here's what's interesting, right? Is because you know I, I'm a, I'm a slow to anger ass dude. Like not a lot makes me mad, mad, mm. or gets me like I never raise my voice and shit like that. But even when I'm um, with Chia, right? Um, there's been the occasion now, and I realize it now, where I won't be saying shit, but she'll be like, why are you mad? <laughs> She's like, what? She's like, what? She's like, what? Oh my God, what? What'd I do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, huh, interesting, okay. I have that I ability. have the look now. Yeah. I feel like you're going to be like the, the really cool whatever dad. Mm-hmm. You know, Chia might have to be the disciplinarian. Oh, 100%, I can't wait. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mom sucks! Sing it to the choir, son. <laughs> Especially when she brings up all the shit that's an issue for her, and, I'm, and you know, the shit that I don't really care about. Yeah. And I'm for sure gonna be like, Mom said we can. I'm like, talk to Mom about yeah. that. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> chilling. Oh. Yeah, Did she? She said that? Mm. Sucks for y'all, man. Mom's a fucking square. <laughs> You, you said something earlier with, with the this, the two fingers. Yeah. And, and speaking of my dad, he tells me the story. Uh, now, this wasn't even with his, kid, his kids or with me. But he said he went to his homie's house one time. And he had a, and the homies had a little annoying ass, like little two, three-year-old that was running around, being annoying, making noise and shit. And my dad said he was chilling in the living room. And the, the parents weren't doing shit. And his kid was running around crazy. So my dad was like, I didn't hit him. But he was like in front, like he was, he was, he wasn't facing me. So I just took my two fingers and just real quick yeah. on the back of his head. 
no bruises. And, he said, and the kid <laughs> fell. Oh, <laughs> shit. He was like, and started and ran crying. And the parents were like, what happened? My dad was like, he hit his head on the table. <laughs> Isn't that right? Yeah. Isn't that right? Oh, oh, table, God. right? Fucking Muay Thai elbows. Oh, oh, my God. My, the luxury of running to your room was not an option in our house. <laughs> didn't have locks. We wouldn't do shit. There is no locks. And then also, my dad was like, that's a privilege. You get to go hide and go watch TV in your room. No, no, no. You're going to sit outside right here with me. All night. What? Yep. So when I would get in trouble, I didn't get to leave. I would have to stay by him. Mm -hmm. No phone, no nothing, no TV. I'd have to stay. So you're sitting there not knowing what's going to yeah. happen just the whole time. You're just <laughs> sitting there. So he would yell at you, life. and then you would have to sit next to him? The huh. Mm -hmm. it, it's very effective. Because. <laughs> you don't have to yell the whole time. No. You already set it up. Oh, oh you think you're, oh, you you're going to go in your room. <laughs> Dang. So you have to sit next to your parents. Dad, not dad, parents, not parents. My mom was not really a part of the discipline part. Okay. That's where later on in life we had to talk. Cause I was like, yo, you let him, you, you let me get beat. Mom, like where the hell were you? I had to stay up all night next to dad. And then it would be the random remembering what you did and getting one of these in the back of the head and you just have to sit there. And the punishment is never knowing when it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. My dad has pulled me out of school to clean the house. What? Yep, I got pulled out of Fuck school. Education. Yes, because the family comes first. <laughs> That's how it was growing oh, like up. Fast and Furious. I know, I was My about to say the same thing. <laughs> That's, okay, so, so, so you know the man comment that I made? Yeah. We used to live with my grandma. She paid the bills. When we first moved from Hawaii, grandma was in charge. Mm -hmm. Grandma worked, you do what grandma says. Clean the house, clean her room, make her bed. Everything has to be a particular way. When grandma would come off, come home from work, she would need her glass on her coaster with three ice cubes and her diet soda. Mm. There were things that had to be done because she was paying bills. Mm. So if Gigi was ever mad, guess what? You have to take care of the shit because you don't pay bills and we live in her house. So Gigi's room isn't clean to her liking. I've been pulled out of school to clean up after Everybody else, because I was the oldest and that was my responsibility. Damn. So my there's. Yeah, no, <laughs> not at all. I didn't realize that, like, I always knew that wasn't normal, but there was, like, if she sat up top and decided something wasn't right, it had to get done. So that was that was the thing. And then mom would go to sleep because mom wasn't a part of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the discipline would always happen after it would be behind the scenes. Were you really close with your grandma? Yes, but she let me down. We don't speak anymore. Hmm. I, I would have got beat so much in your house. Oh, it hurt so much. Beat it. Beat wasn't just like a smack, like nah, legit. I, I like been getting my ass. Yeah, flipped. I got my I don't ass. Know, I didn't know how to not say the shit. You're that my, came you're to my, my head. sister. <laughs> my, but my sister, by the time she was, she was smart enough to play the other side. So my sister stayed with my mom. Hmm. Uh, shit didn't happen on that side. As far as like when you're next to mom, they didn't really, you know, mom made sure that she was taken care of. But because yeah. my grandma paid for everything I did, I was subjected to her control. Yeah. So whatever needs to be done, because she's financially supported, not yeah. man, you got to do what you're told. Yeah. And so the goal was always to get the fuck up out of there yeah. and become man, so I don't have to listen to anybody. Yeah. The amount of times I would say, I ain't been in her room. Bro, I would be good. Pillows had to be made a certain way. Like she needed her pillows made a certain way, the trash can, this, but everything is structure with me. So things had to be done 
accordingly. Mm -hmm. yes. So my parents always joke around when I have kids that they're gonna have to save my kids because everything is a lesson. That's everything was done, say the cup falls on the table, falls onto the floor, there's an explanation on why In it Hawaii, fell. There was an earthquake Something. years ago. <laughs> like, and it was your uh, and it's your Moana. and you should have known you should have known that that was gonna happen. That's my dad. You should know what he's thinking. So Ugh. my they like At least they gave you a reason. There's though. a reason. But <laughs> my nice. my sister tells me my sister tells my dad all the time, You fucked her up, you know that, right? And I'm like, Thank you, sister. Yeah, you did, bro. <laughs> so we gotta deal with all this podcast all the time. Yeah, you, you wanna you wanna see what else my dad taught me? I'll show you when we're off camera real quick. Um, you know what's funny? You know, you know what's funny besides that about you you being Korean? Um, is my my ex uh, when I was in a freshman in high school, Tina Park. Shout out Tina Park. Um, she's not a loose woman. Tina Park is a nice girl. Um. So Tina Park um, would tell me that, like, you know, because she was always going through shit with her parents, right? And then she said one time she told her, her mom or her parents or whatever, she was like, you hurt my feelings when you said that. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is the dumbest thing you could ever say. To a Korean parent in high school because they told her, what do you mean? <laughs> you, you, you're only 14. You don't have feelings. <laughs> You're that's not most, human to them. That's the most Korean thing you could ever say, dude. They're like, it's because the Korean language is also extremely expressive. So there's a very popular saying that a lot of Korean moms say when they're so fed up with your shit. Translated, it's you die, I die, your dad dies. I'm gonna kill all, all of, of us right us. now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, huh? Why? What does that mean? Yeah. Wait, are Hawaiians? That means Hawaiians say that too. All of us. Yes. <laughs> Why? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of similarities in the but stuff that, that but you're that would saying. Be like some, it would be like something small, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like, over that, man? You went to school 10 minutes late. You died. <laughs> I died. We all died. So extreme. No, man. What the fuck? Well, here's, I think that is just a parent tactic to exaggerate shit, right? Because, oh, yeah, yeah. well, I don't know. That just happened. That white dude with the snow, he kidnapped her mother. <laughs> We're uh, all. He killed everybody. Oh, that's We're true. Oh. Yeah, that's true. And himself. Oh, oh, oh. My, he wasn't playing no, okay, when he so, said it. So the white people really do it. <laughs> other, other parents just exaggerate. I'm serious. <laughs> my mom, she would exaggerate on some shit. And I kind of did it as a result to her as I got older. But she would say some shit like if she was sick or if she was achy and she felt like no one was paying attention to her, she'd be like, I just want to die. Leave me alone. I just oh want to die. God, I hate that say shit. some shit like that, right? So when I got older, flip it on her, right? Where I would say some shit like, if she was in like a pissy mood or if she was mad at me for some reason, and I'd be like, all right, all right, mom, love you, bye. She wouldn't say shit back, I get pissed, right? I'd be like, mom, you really not gonna tell me you love me back right now? What if I walked outside right oh, now, I got hit by a car and died, you're and the last thing you said to me was that you didn't love me, then what? You're my dad, my da I called, I talked to my dad every day till I was like 20 some, like 20, Five, because my dad guilt tripped me into telling us that if I don't tell him I love him every night and he dies, he's gonna haunt me and oh. that I'm gonna regret it. Well, I it's tell my true. Dad, <laughs> that's what he told. I was you. traumatized. You know, whoop your ass in the afterlife. That's hilarious. Dude. That's fucking tight. Dad did not care. But the one thing that dad was really like, I listened to my dad. I still respect my dad a lot. I'm a lot more, you know, I'll say some shit back now, but that yeah. took a long, long, long time. But I used to tell him, I said, you know the rest of your kids won't take care of you 
when you get old, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to stop being so mean because I'm gonna take the tennis balls off your walker and I'm gonna watch you struggle That's funny. and no one's gonna help you. And my mom was like, yeah, because I ain't gonna watch you. <laughs> So get tennis I'm ball. Take, like, I, I watched my grandpa push his tennis ball, so I would tell dad, I said, hey, one day, that's going to be you. You keep being mean to me, I'm going to pop those tennis balls that's off hilarious. and I'm going to let you stay on the ground. So knock it off. Oh, that's crazy you get to say that shit, because if I said that to my mom, my mom would be like, well, not before I kill you first. Yeah. And then, then the conversation ends. Yeah, dad, right. dad just knows. He's like, nah, you're right. you going to take care of me, so okay. But that took also years and years and years. And my dad and I are super, super, super close. Mm -hmm. But we weren't there. That didn't happen till later in life. Yeah. Like, I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. My mom knew, my dad was super strict, he used to check my bag before I left the house, check my clothes. My dad moved us from Hawaii because he didn't want us like, yeah, I had all the strict rules. Then once I made it, like, okay, you can take care of yourself, then it became cool. <laughs> Yo, you know, you know what my dad used to do that that works, that I, that I did to them the other day, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of a lit tactic, dad, even though I didn't appreciate it when I was younger. So, my dad used to exaggerate <laughs> stories in the family to manipulate emotions to, uh, to solve things, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's say, <laughs> let's say my mom said some shit to me that my dad thought like she was going a little overboard, like she shouldn't have yelled at me like that and he saw that I felt bad, but I, I'd get over it, right? My dad, when I was at school, would be like, yeah, I told your mom you were really sad all day about what she said, and like, and you and you 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 t you told me, how come mom is in such a bad mood, and and you you said, you know, we have such a good life. Why why is she why is she sad? Why is she so sad about it, right? And like and that you were sad all day. And I'm like, God, why would you say that? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I'm, I'm over it. I'm good. And you're like, I'm I'm good. But then I would get home, and my mom would be super nice. Oh, my favorite shit. She she would feel so guilty about. How she thinks I um I, she made me feel Aww. because of what my dad said. I'm like, Dad, why would you do that? Like, I'm I'm fine, right? But then it kind of worked, right? So I I flipped it on them the other day, and my mom called me complaining about my dad being annoying. My dad called me complaining about my mom. So I was like, let me use my dad tactic on this. And I was like, and I'm exaggerating now. And I'm like, Mom, how come like when you and Dad talk, you guys talk like you don't love each other? Every time I hear you guys talk, oh my God. every time I hear you guys talk, it's, it's never about just like, you know, about like anything, just you, you're just always nagging at each other. It's you guys, all I hear from you guys is just conflict. And I think she told my dad, because in the next week, they're sending me pictures of them on walks. Wow. They're sending me pictures of them like hanging out to prove to me that they fucking love each other. See, because Thai people have feelings. Yes, and we use them to manipulate each other. Jeez. And it's wet. That's, That's how the conversation, <laughs> your parents still love each other. Mine is, my dad calls, hey, you fucking mother never not let me do nothing in the house no more. Oh, no, no. That's what my dad does. Oh, and then okay. you got to use that and flip it. And my mom's like, so they pretend to love each other in front of you. Yeah. My mom's like, so? When was the last time you thought I wouldn't do something? I was like, you know what, mom, dad, when the fuck, dad, come on. Mom's right. Oh, so you're just gonna take your mother's side. 
<laughs> okay, Dad, talk to you later. I'm going to come home tomorrow. Okay. Oh, what'd you like eat? Okay. Then I solve the problem by showing up. Mm. My parents oh, fight. My I come home. I solve problems. My parents still fight like how they used to fight when I was younger. It's really? fucking annoying. It's loud as shit, dude. <laughs> my mom can't stop screaming. She has one volume and it screams. It's loud. <laughs> she just screams. always fucking screams. But now that I'm older, I understand what it's like to be with a woman who is fucking annoying. <laughs> so, yes. Shout out to Mario. So now, I, I, never, I never thought that hating a common enemy would bring me and my father closer to <laughs> I, I like it. It actually mended our relationship a lot. This is like, I told Tim this story. It's something really small, right? Like, my mom's a very extreme person, so I told, she told my dad to get her a big bottle of vinegar because she was going to make some Korean food, right? Mm -hmm. And he comes back with a bottle like this size, mm -hmm. right? And he goes, yeah, I got you vinegar. And she just goes, is this a big vinegar? Are you stupid? What am I supposed, and I, look, I was like, hey, do you drive? Can you do this yourself? She goes, no. And I'm like, dude, why are you fucking yelling at him? You're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Mommy just crazy. <laughs> but I, I get it now, you know, when you push somebody, now I, now I could reflect and look back at all the times oh. that my dad was in the pissed off mood mm -hmm. because of her, yeah, because yeah. she was yelling at him yeah. or doing something, and I would get the transfer ass whooping. Right. I would do something. Yes, stupid. Yeah. that's why I understand why my mom was so quiet. Because she's like, oh, "You deal with your father," yeah. and I'm like, "No, no, no, ma, I moved out for a reason. Yeah. You deal with them." She's like, "No, call your father." One day, my dad called me, and I didn't pick up. And then my mom called me, and I picked up. Dad calls, I don't pick up because my dad calls me a lot. My dad calls a lot and calls all the time because he wants to complain about my mom. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to hear you complain about mom. I yeah. don't want to deal with this, so I didn't pick up. <laughs> then mom calls and I pick up. And the look on my mom's face was like, oh shit, you weren't supposed to pick up the phone. My mom and dad were sitting at dinner together and my dad made my mom call me. And then my dad was like, oh, so your mom's your favorite Damn. man. And I was like, no, dad, it's not even like that. My dad's face was so upset because my mom and I weren't close. My dad and I were super close. And that was the first time that my dad was like, how come you never pick up my phone call? You pick up your mother's yes. phone call now. Wow. So when stuff go bad, you go talk to her. And I'm like, no, dad, I'm so sorry. My mom's face was like, <laughs> she was like this, your daughter loves me now. And I was wow. like, you guys are the worst. So they use me as the yeah. like middleman. Bruh, when I was uh, in my condo, I remember my condo was uh, a block away from my family's house. <laughs> so my dad, my dad would just pop in for like an hour or two because my mom was getting annoying. <laughs> my dad would be like, yeah, I told her I had to go pick up some like fucking, I don't know, milk or some shit. And we'd just be chilling. I'm like, your mom. <laughs> oh my God, she is O M G. <laughs> Your mom. Or you go, oh my effing G. Your mom. I would love to just see our dads in the same. Can, can that would be a lot of accents going on. Forever until you do something to to release it. Bro, let me tell you something. My mom wasn't talking to me for three months in Thailand, dog. And I'm like, she's never hit me with that before. I don't know. I forgot what I said. Oh, okay. Remember when we were in um, Des Moines? Yeah. Um, for the Bacon Festival. That's right. Some of the ugliest people I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was, I was outside, and I, I don't know if you remember, but I was, I was arguing with my mom on the phone. Oh, when we were in line. Before right? we went yeah, to the yeah. Peruvian restaurant, and and that's because my mom, I forgot what she said, but I, and I was telling her to basically like, oh, I told her ass, I was like, yo, you gotta stop. You gotta need, you need to start being nicer to dad because mm. I didn't like the, the shit I was hearing. And I was like, or like, 
I forgot what I said, but I said something that just rubbed her the wrong way. Oh. Where she was like, oh, you're going to take his side. And like, that's how you're going to come at me. And I swear, she stayed in Thailand for like two, maybe three more months and was not replying to shit I was saying. <laughs> and I'm like, bruh, you're supposed to be landing soon. I need to know when to pick you up. Yeah. Like, talk to me. And it got to a point where I was picking her up from the airport, but she still wasn't talking to me. Uh. So my cousin was like, your mom says she's arriving oh, this that's day. The most oh, bro, you so that's petty. The worst. Yo, why do moms suck? They- <laughs> <laughs> like they really do. Oh, mom. But she, did she knew? Did she knew why she was angry? Was she was just angry throughout the whole thing? No, she knew why she was mad, and like she and like you know, I finally picked her up from the airport, and I'm like, I was like. I love you. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad my mom isn't like how she was growing up. Like I'm, so, I'm so glad. We're happy now. We have a happy home. Yeah. My mom literally begs us to not fight with our dad. Begs us to not fight with each other. She's like, listen, all y'all, y'all gonna come home and we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be nice. We don't have to deal with all the other shit, so don't pick a fight. So I shut my mouth a lot. My sister shuts her mouth a lot. Dad, we'll all go like this. We'll leave. <laughs> we, we tell my dad, sometimes my dad, and volume, no volume. It's either soft or he's fucking yelling, mm. fucking yelling, and it's a really, really loud, and dad gets mad because he can't move the way he used to, so if dad goes like this, we're like, dad, you're not gonna hit us now. <laughs> don't do it. So like, don't, we try to tell dad, like, don't waste your energy, just be relax. nice. Like, yeah. hey, let's just not fight. Come on, life's too short for that shit, right? It's right. Like, yeah, damn. Yeah, both, I mean, shit, between my sister and my dad, both of them got heart problems, so my mom will go like, hey, thing one, thing two, stop having a fucking attitude so we can all get along and have nice times. Bruh. Once in a while. Stop having a fucking attitude. Stop having an attitude. I want to fucking put that on everybody's <laughs> wall, every mom's wall. Goody Why? Good yes, shit. Stop fuck. having a fucking Why you attitude. A fucking it's attitude. so pointless. It's so it's pointless. It's really just pettiness. And this it comes is. from a, I'm a negative ass person, <laughs> but I still am not gonna have an attitude that's affecting the people around yeah. me yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah. Okay, look, I had an attitude with you the other day. <laughs> He's always the problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. I never have an attitude. Okay. I always let shit go. But this fucking therapist got into my head too, because because it was it was she she had I, I don't even remember what it was about, and that's that's how it always goes, right? Mm-hmm. But she had said something to me, and normally I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna let it go. She's pregnant. It's cool. I'm gonna let it go. It's whatever. Right? It's not a big deal. And then the therapist, when we had that one session. Because I had brought up how, like, no, no, I get it. She's pregnant. And, you know, maybe sometimes she might have an attitude, so I'm just going to, like, let it go. And she was like, no, you shouldn't have to do that. She was like, you know. She oh, was like, you, no, you shouldn't wait, have... the therapist told you? Yeah, you she was like. She's have to... right, though. She you was should like, not you have shouldn't have to invalidate how you feel, you know, because of how, you know, like, yeah, she's going through something, but you should still, what you're feeling is valid, you know? And I was yeah. like. And then so, at first. You felt good. I, 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 you fucking pushed you. What? <laughs> so, I, I had left the house. You. Uh, I left the house to go do badly. some shit. Where, mm-hmm. and, and I left the house thinking, I'm going to let it go. And then the therapist got into my head and I was driving. I was like, no! <laughs> my feelings are valid. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I'm pissed. No. I'm stewing now, bro. I'm like, Do it. I'm like, bro, no, no. Having conversations with yourself in the car, like, you know. No, I'm like, I don't appreciate what she said to me. And then so, but I'm still processing. I, I couldn't yeah. verbalize this yet. So I get home and she kind of knew that I was mad because of like how I was just like doing shit, how I was moving. Mm-hmm. And like, it's funny because, you know, she had like the Hamilton soundtrack playing. You know, I love that shit, right? Yeah. And then. Oh, you weren't singing along. I was not singing along. Oh, not, I came no in, singing. I came in, she was bumping that shit. 
And then I was, just, I was just in the kitchen warming up something to eat. And she was like, you okay? I was like, yeah, just, just making a sandwich. <laughs> and, then, and then later on, later on, you know, I, when, when all had kind of settled and I had kind of processed and I brought it up, I'm like, yeah, you know, I was mad at you for this and this and that. We talked about it. And afterwards, it's funny because she was like, she was like, yeah, you know, oh, I forget who brought it up. I think I was like, yeah, you, you were playing at Hamilton. And I, and, I, and I was like, no, I'm not about to sing along to that <laughs> shit. And she was like, oh, I noticed. She was like, oh, he's mad. If, oh, he's big if, mad, if, big if, mad. If, if Hamilton is playing oh, and he's not singing along, yeah, he's, he's pissed. Tim's <laughs> over here, make my fucking sick. And then three months later, she has to pick you up yeah. from the airport. <laughs> I, I just imagine you angrily doing something. No, I'm like this. Burn! <laughs> Quiet until then. Uh, no, I, I was gonna say, if the room where it happens was playing, I, I would have had to sing. Oh, yeah. I don't care okay, how mad I was. Ah. She was probably playing songs, waiting and watching. Like, oh yeah. shit! Oh, she was, see which track she was like, <laughs> oh his favorite song. Oh, he's big mad today. Yeah. Okay. Rumor, rumor happens would have got me. <sighs> so funny. Well, hey guys, uh, thank you for watching another episode of the No Chaser podcast. <laughs> Today's therapy session. Yeah, we all had a nice little vent Lucha. session this time. Yeah. Kind of oh, wow. handle our, our issues. <laughs> yeah. Hey, call your call your mom. Call your dad. And tell her she fucking sucks. Tell them how they ruined you. I love you, mom and dad. Find the common enemy. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for watching. Shout out to David So for stopping by for Woo! another episode. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all that bullshit. I'm Tim Chantaransu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Lane. There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc dot com slash Tim.